0: Is Hot Girl Summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck. I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two-Tone Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. Bra pad gate is real. Bra pad gate? What do you you mean? So this morning, I wanted to go teach. Shay and I do like a back-to-back class at Equinox. So I teach Tabata. Shea teaches her run class. It's two-tone Tuesdays. Like now it's just such a, it's it's taken world. Bro, you a frog in your throat? It's, <laughs> you know, it's gone worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean to Chestnut Hill Equinox. To the Chestnut Hill Suburban Moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically worldwide. No, but I went to go teach this morning and I'm like demoing the first two exercises and all of a sudden i look in the mirror and i see like one of my nips showing like through my shirt and the other one wasn't and then like i kind of did like the the boob grab like the subtle boob grab like, don't, right right, when like you're missing your phone you yeah do, like, the, like the keys wallet like mask tap. and you're, like i'm confused why i only have like and i'm like only tit. one perky teat <laughs> this morning and the other one was like a little more saggy and i was like oh you're like you that's the most annoying thing in the world I when feel you like you put, can't use the word saggy when you have bug bites. I, I literally have <laughs> bug bites, so there's not much that's sagging, but I could see A like one through, nip kind of poking through, and I was like, this is so uncomfortable. But that is the worst thing ever when you put your bra through the wash and then it comes out and you're missing bra pads, or it's like all disheveled in there. Yeah, that's the trouble I usually face is like kind of like evening it out. But actually, outfit malfunctions that annoy me the most one is just like, the swass and my friend Katie was trying to tell me that you don't get swass if you wear underwear she's like this is why you should wear underwear with your leggings and I'm like no. that is definitely not a thing I don't want to wear. Like, you can't tell me that my g string is going to protect, protect me from getting <laughs> from SWAS. the pool of sweat coming yeah, from your like butt crack there is just no way no and then the other outfit malfunction that I truly truly hate are the onesies that are too short for your torso oh, I feel like I have like a the... normal size torso and I'm oh it's always hiked up my normal machine. size torso but then it makes you feel like you have like big ass vagina lips because it gives you the most insane wedgie right it's not even 10 30 a.m on a tuesday and you're talking about vagina lips like calm down settle down jay I'm just saying, I don't know what other outfit malfunctions are annoying. Well, also the dumbbells, I think, always get dirty. So I teach um, actually a triple on Thursdays, and by, Psychopath. by class number two, my outfit is already like I have Stana. swass. I have stains everywhere. It's just people are you, like, "What happened?" No, to you, you literally stain things that I didn't even think could be stained, like, like the ankle weights, the ankle, we ankle weights, the leather ankle weights. You're like, I stain them. I'm like, how? Yeah, people are like, "Wait, what?" That's it's such a toxic trait for, for you. And I yesterday we're prepping for our weighted hot girl walk club that we are launching Sipping actually through. this coming Tuesday. So, actually, when you listen to this podcast, you should you can stop it, pause up. it right here, right, and then go sign up. Exactly, you. Let's talk a little bit about what we're doing because obviously we got we got to plug it. So if you're in yeah. the Boston area or you are willing to travel somehow to the Boston area, <laughs> it is worth your efforts because we are doing a next level hot girl walk. We're calling it Sip and Strut. So in collaboration with the Boston Food List, if you don't follow Marwa on Instagram, who is said woman behind the Boston Food List, <laughs> yes. she posts about all things like cool when it comes to Boston. So, Like, like what to eat, what the vibe's like. Um, yeah, cool events, like what, what to do when people are visiting or like where to go for your birthday party, all things she has the list for. So, uh, she, co- she comped the spot. We comped the workout and together we are just unstoppable the collab force. of the century, if you will. Um, so you're going to at- meet at PKL in Southie. So if you are like, what is PKL? It's pickleball. Mm-hmm. Pickleball is like a combination of, but it's like a pickleball, like, lounge if right you will. Like it's a there is very board, um, there's a whole bar there's a lounge area there's, there's cornhole just so much you can do yeah but pickleball, for those of you who don't know, is a combination of badminton and table tennis, and you play it with a wiffle ball. So I think anyone who's not even all that coordinated can hit a ball back and forth. If Shay can hit the ball back and yes. forth a few times, yes. you can do it too. That, that sets like the standard. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the very lowest bar. <laughs> if Shay can do it, then you definitely are fine. <laughs> and I feel like you're gonna find a way to stay in the pickleball, probably, and the paddle. You'll find a way. Yeah, I believe fine. in you. Um, so we'll meet at PKL, and then. The first 50 people to sign up are going to get these sexy ankle weights. Who knew ankle weights could be so sexy? I opened the box and I was like, oh my God, they are rose gold. They are just next level. They're from Equipped Movement and it's an aesthetic in itself. Who knew? Who knew? And aesthetic, an aesthetic, an <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> I just feel like I couldn't use the word vibe anymore. No, no, we had to transition to aesthetic. And after you get your ankle weights, we will proceed with a two mile walk around Southie and then we'll meet back at PKL. You'll get bites, you'll get drinks. High noon is giving out some drinks and then. You can play all the games, so it's just a fun way to meet new people in the Boston area, play some games, get a little competitive. I know I need to like dial down my competitive nature. Yeah, like so I don't scare, scare people away all participants away. yeah, but speaking of this event happening next Tuesday, um Lee and I, decided that we need to obviously like film some kind of promo video. So yesterday we look outside and I'm like, we definitely need to film some kind of like walking so people can see the ankle weights can envision what they'll be doing. But of course it's like pouring rain. So we try to shoot it in our apartment building and let me tell the, you, the, talk aesthetic. About the, aesthetic. <laughs> the aesthetic was not there, <laughs> not there. I'm like trying to move like trash cans out of the way. Nothing is painted. Our, the, um, they haven't updated our apartment building since like Oh six. the, oh six that's being like really fucking generous 98, 98. Yeah, like the carpet is from like it's like a shag carpet like it still smells like a nursing home in there like it's just our apartment itself is actually very vibey I would say we did a good job decorating and by we I mean mostly you yeah but the when you walk in the entryway is just not it true or false when you move somewhere new it's I I've decided that you have to decorate within like a one month span or else it's never getting decorated. We've all been into those apartments, right? You move in and then it's like two years later and you're like, oh, I just like didn't think I'd be here for long. (laughs) And you don't make like, you don't purchase anything. Like I have so many friends, especially who live in New York, and they're like, I just really didn't think I'd be here for long. And like now I'm still using my like move in boxes, my (laughs) U-Haul boxes as my coffee table. (laughs) funny how that works out that actually reminds me of Walgreens gate when Walgreensgate. we couldn't get photo gate there's a lot of gates going on yeah um Jay and I picked out these very vibey I feel like we're like incriminating ourselves here we are so don't no one show don't this to the Walgreens us. staff so we picked out these photos and like one is this blonde girl she's in like this onesie and she's like kneeled over you can't really see her face and then it's funny because when we're on zoom calls they they pretty much look like nude photos yeah they're always like trying to like duck and hide and like crop the nude woman (laughs) out of the photo I know um but we we went to go print these photos out and the woman at Walgreens took her job just a little bit too seriously and would not give I think my mom was going to pick it up for us, because you know how, like when you move and your all your prescriptions go to your home, like my pharmacy, ma- my mail still goes to our parents all the time. I have not forwarded. I'm like, I'm just gonna let it go. They're like, you. you moved out, but all your stuff is here. All your mail goes here. Did you really move out? No, no, we didn't. And she went to go pick up these photos, and the Walgreens lady was like, "Do you have a right. signature from the photographer from the photographer for these?" Am I-? And Karen's like, going Karen on their ass, like what like let me speak to your manager let me speak to your manager she's like i am the manager (laughs) she's like oh Oh. (laughs) and she would not give her the photos so we had to go back in and like like, i was like that is me that is said nude model yeah she's like can (laughs) you stretch that pose again i need to make sure yeah yeah, it aligns and i don't know i don't know how you ended up getting them because she believed it was me in the the handstand duh duh oh my god that was ridiculous yeah but We'll we'll show you guys a behind the scenes store if you haven't seen our cribs or if you go into any of like our old IG lives, you can kind of see like probably like a cropped butt cheek in in the frame. That, that also brings me to one more topic about moving and homes. Shay and I, our lease is up on November first and we have zero idea what we're doing. So if you know if you want to take us in, so if yeah, we, we will be homeless. We'll be carrying around <laughs> our LED mats around Boston, <laughs> looking for a new home. So now putting a listing out, and so two toned. We can bring the work. We can do at home workouts. For we them. can do. Yeah, we bring a lot to the table. Honestly, as roommates, we bring a lot. We have three forks to our name. <laughs> but speaking of leases, who I lived in New York City for like eight years. So I didn't, I feel like I don't know much about cars. I kept, I got home the other day and I even posted on my Instagram I was like, I keep getting parking tickets. Like what the hell? And I'm like paying on the park Boston app. I'm paying on, I'm like, what the heck? And all it's saying on the ticket is expired. So I've had to fight like five tickets within the past three weeks. Like it's actually gotten out of control. So I was like on the hunt for any cop nearby. Like I was about to Take it to the next level. I don't know what that means. What what is the next level? (laughs) We're all scared. I'm playing Jack in front of your ass. I don't know. (laughs) But come to find out, I don't know how I put two and two. Oh, oh, I God. finally got an email because I wrote like a nasty thing. Like you have a comment section when you can like bite the parking ticket. And I was like, I right, wrote like a five paragraph yeah, email was, like, to I like Park Boston over this. I'm about to leave the state of Massachusetts because of my, the amount they're of. Like, tickets. don't let the door hit you on the way out, Karen. Literally, Karen Junior. <laughs> and um, they reply, and they're like, "Ma'am," they're like, "Ma'am," the your sticker on your license plate is like way overdue. And I was like, what? Like I put my new registration in the glove compartment. <laughs> and now to find out, who knew you have to put the sticker on your license plate. I didn't know that. I remember specifically you getting this in the mail. I, I was like, this. Shay, do not forget to put the sticker on your license plate. Like, I, like I'm your mother or something. And, you clearly just ignored me. Of course. So then after I get that email, I'm like fuming out the ears and I send dad of one of those voice memos and I was like the nerve of you not <laughs> to tell oh, me. It's all our dad's fault. Yeah, because I just like he's the one who like helps with the oil changes. Like he's supposed to be the man of the house and how would you not tell me that I need to put the sticker? All I told my you. Let, let me tell you. I told you. I didn't hear it. I'm usually all for like throwing dad under the bus, but that, 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 this is your fault. All right, whatever. Oh my god! But safe to say a new stickers on, so hopefully that's the end of parking ticket gate. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It was it was a interesting two weeks. Um, I know you were in Maine, I was in the Cape, so this is really the first time that we are getting to hang out, catch up. Yeah. No, I've been traveling a lot, and a then you're headed bit. to New York this weekend. So, like, what am I going to do? I don't know. Yeah. No, I've been. We've both been traveling a lot. And I feel like that's kind of what summer is for, just like all the trips and things. But traveling is tiring. Like I hate packing and just feeling like I don't feel bad. No, I mean, obviously lucky to be able to travel, but like I hate. Packing something and feeling so restricted. Like what if I'm in the mood to wear something else? Like I only have these options or you just feel so disheveled kind of. Yeah, yeah. I have such a routine. I have like my hydration sticks that I always have. Like I have all my supplements, my meals. And when I'm traveling, I just feel like out of routine and out of whack. But yeah, so we were in Maine together. Then I went to in the middle of the week. Where did I go? No. Then I went back to Maine. I refed some ping pong before then. And you went to the Cape, yep. I went to the Cape. Cape was a good time. Came back um, in the Cape. I spent a few days with some girlfriends. We we lived it up. Got some spicy marks. It was it was a time. It was just. Like I've a been tr- to the Cape more this summer than I've ever been in my entire life. I know. I feel like you haven't even told our listeners about your little side hustle. My side hustle. I've been doing this rose type marketing. So your girl loves some rose, and. It's funny with this job, with the side hustle, I've had to get really comfortable, like sitting at the bar alone. But I've come to love it. First, so, what I like, I exactly don't think I is your it. title, and what is your job description? So, I'm a brand ambassador for um, a rosé company. Um, we're going to be doing some pop-up and collab events throughout the summer. So de mer <laughs> It's literally called Fleur a mer but like we we always say Fleur de mer. Flirt-a-mer. they <laughs> like, It definitely is French and that, I don't know what that sounds like. But yeah, I've had to get really comfortable like sitting at the bar alone. My job is to pretty much support a lot of the accounts that carry the product. But it's such a cool gig. It's such a, um, a great way to just like network, meet new people, try out new venues throughout the Boston area. So now you guys can truly trust us when it comes to finding the hot spots the cool things to do, the cool places to go, the cool things to eat. Um, last week, I was on Moody Street, and if you guys haven't been to Moody Street in Waltham, it's it's a cool vibe, especially if you're not looking to go like into the city. Right. There's so many just, like, during the nice weather, they'll set up, like, picnic tables outside. Um, this one restaurant does this whole, like, floral, like, display, <laughs> and... Yeah, no, it's a good time. I've I've eaten like the best I've ever eaten. So if I put on a little extra poundage, that's okay. That's all right. Honestly, that takes us into I feel like our topic for today is getting like kind of comfortable talking about weight and just what that journey looks like and it's okay to kind of like go up on the scale, go down Mm -hmm. the scale. And if you're someone who stays consistent with weight and doesn't go up or down in pounds, like that just, that's not realistic. It's not. Yeah. I think Shay and I have both been somewhat open about our weight loss journeys, but we haven't really dove deep. And part of having like a platform obviously is being vulnerable and being able to open up about that stuff. So, I mean, I know that I certainly am in the best shape that I've been in ever, um, post-college. And that's, Talking about someone who I played two sports and I was still a lot like heavier than I am now. Yeah. And I remember that, <laughs> no pun intended, but like weighing on you literally like mentally and physically. Yeah. I remember going into college, I was planning to play basketball and the, my basketball captain was also a lacrosse captain. So she bamboozled me into playing both. And, and it's funny, even like hearing you talk about this journey, like After the fact, because I just remember, like, growing up and... I just always felt that Leah never had to like worry about what yeah. she was eating. And, and I can, I, I can like, like see I that. Remember, and especially when you're so close to your sister in age, it's hard not to play the comparison game. Yeah. Especially now yeah. like, we're so, we lean so much into the, um, like the twin, aspect of thing. twin thing. So of course, then the first thing you're, and, and fitness professionals, the first thing you're looking at is, Oh my God, like how, like, is she skinnier than me? Or like, what are, yeah. what are the differentials? And I feel like, um, people are looking at weight and it's, yeah, No, I think maybe we are more than other people are. How do you how do you deal with that now? And like, we'll circle back. Like, do you like have you ever had comments of someone being like, "Oh, your sister's like,"
1: yeah, they won't say necessarily like
0: they won't say necessarily like, "Oh." like you're heavier than your sister but they I feel like they'll like hype they'll like, Oh my god, well Leah has like washboard abs and like it's clear they're saying yeah. it to a fact and then it's hard not to be like, Well, why didn't you say that say that about me and you know that I work out just as hard and I do that for a living as well so it's hard not to um yeah like take take offense yeah that. and I know that's not necessarily what people mean by it but yeah and I I'm should sure be so not happy that they're complimenting like, you and I know how much work you put into it but it is hard to not kind of take it to heart sometimes yeah no I mean and especially as someone who grew up heavier but I mean I don't want to take away from you and I no. think you should go into kind look of, at us having like a moment you know, right no now, no, right no, no 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 you well Shay and I always have this playful banter about us and like we pretend that we're competitive because we are when it comes to workouts of course like I want to get more squats than would rather my legs be amputated than you do an extra burpee than me exactly and but when it comes down to it we're both each other's biggest cheerleader and we want to see each other happy and feeling your best and doing your best so I can imagine that comments like that are not easy. And I think even for me, like when we're doing workouts, like the, the raw realness right now is like, sometimes on those cardio moves, I I do feel like you surpass me and I'm like, shoot, like, is she in better shape than me? Like, do I need to, do I need to step it up? And it's, I think people do that with friends too. If they don't have a sister that they're very close with, it's easy to play that comparison game with your friends. Oh, definitely. And I remember like growing up and I think all my friends, especially in high school were fairly thin and I remember like going to the beach with friends and that would be like a dreaded moment for me yeah I remember having to like go bathing shoot shopping with mom and I feel like mom like obviously you rely on your family for being like brutally honest with you and I think I remember like her being brutally honest like oh Oh, Karen is brutally honest she doesn't hold back ever Right. Like that doesn't look good on you. And, or, and it wasn't coming from a mean place. Like she definitely just wanted me to like, look and feel my best or like, maybe you should try this one instead. Type right, of thing. And right, I think right. that's how I would guide you. If you tried on an outfit that totally. wasn't necessarily the most flattering, I'd be like, Oh, well, why don't you think about this one? But of course, as someone who was already self-conscious in, with my weight and very self-conscious, that's a hard thing right. to do. And then I think it's easy too, to take out your anger and insecurity on that person that's giving you that feedback. Definitely. No, I can't And push them away. Like it built up some resentment, and it would come out in other ways, not necessarily just from like the weight stuff. It would just come out in other yeah. ways. Yeah. Are there any particular moments that you can remember in high school when you started to maybe? When did it? When did you start to realize like, hey, I look different than my friends? Um, I don't know if I, there was like a turning moment. I think I just like always. It was always kind of like in the front of my mind I was kind of just like especially during the summer I think that was a big thing and I think when it came to even trying on like prom dresses or cotillion dresses and being like oh my gosh like I can't wear that or I don't know who's gonna ask me because I look this way I remember like actually feeling like that yeah and and what did you do to combat that I think uh, my sense of humor was something that I'd always almost used to like mask maybe some of my insecurities yeah. like by being like at first um, growing up I'd be really shy but then I think I turned You were. To, it was like, so funny when we were younger you were so shy. Where it was like almost like oh my sense of humor will kind of just like combat that like everyone wants to be around like the funny girl you know. Well yeah I feel like that is I, <laughs> we discussed this we need to stop saying I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> just matter of fact but it's always the funny fat person. Right. right. I know we talked about the other week that like when... Rebel it, Wilson. Rebel they were Wilson. questioning her. They're like, you can't lose weight because that's <laughs> what you built your career on. Right. Right. So, so you started to play into the humor. The humor. And then... Uh, I don't know. I just didn't know much about nutrition. Like, you know, we grew up when you come home and like in our cabinets, there's Pop-Tarts. There's the joke is the Dowdies always have a A cookie cookie cake cake in their cabinet. So we have like Sour Patch cereal we have. And the running joke in the family is my brother has the palate of a six year old. So my mom always buys these things and she's like, oh, it's for Chad. (laughs) Like, Oh, this is for Chad. And then we all eat it. And I think the funny thing about Chad too is he does have like a fast metabolism, but also even though he doesn't always eat the healthiest, he doesn't eat much of it. And I think it was like a really hard thing for me to portion control, even to this day. And especially, yeah, our dad's the same way too. I like to eat in bulk, but now it's definitely like retraining my mind to like, okay, eat in bulk, but like healthier choices when I do eat in bulk, like filling up on some of the more like healthy options. And that's something that I think has helped me significantly when it comes to just eating. But yeah, I know. I just think that's, um, so that came a lot later. Right. Yeah. So you play into the humor, you're feeling a little bit more confident about yourself. Then you go to college. Then I go to college and it's funny. I remember coming back from college after my first year and I started to get people being like, Oh my God, like you definitely lost some weight. And like, it was just like a lot of like positive, um, like feedback. And I remember that making me feel like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest like I don't think it was really on purpose I think when you move to New York City and you are walking around so much and you just are naturally more active like I was walking more than I had ever been I did I believe I did start to take some classes like here and there but then once people start to say that and I was like oh my god like maybe I can do this it's I think that's what fuels the passion is when you start to like kind of like see results. You're like, okay, so, so now what can I do to like take this to like the next level? And that's when I started, like I went back to school that year and I really did start taking a lot of like the group fitness offerings there. And I mean, it just becomes like almost an addicting feeling. You're like, oh my God, like I, yeah, like you hit one goal and then you set a new one and then you hit that and then you, but then But then it can start to turn into, like, a dangerous addiction. Like, did you ever feel yourself going the other way? Yeah. No, I remember there was... uh, I shared it, and we'll have to share it again, especially when we share this. Is like there there's it's really hard to reach that sense of like feeling so confident so perfect and I don't even think I'm there yet like I could critique myself to the and right. degree but I, think I definitely everyone. experienced like getting even like almost scary skinny to one point I remember yeah. I like cut out it became so addicting that I like cut out carbs completely I was getting yeah really I remember anal. you came home for a holiday and I It's such a touchy and sensitive subject, but I remember being concerned about you and just thinking, wow, she's very thin and I want to make sure whatever she's doing, she's doing in a healthy way. Yeah, but it definitely you get to a point in like mentally, especially as a, a girl in college where you're at fashion school and everyone is so obsessed with the way they look and having the best clothes and having the best appearance. And you're going out to like clubs in New York City and it totally is all appearance based. So of it's course even that's like, like an the feeling. promoters are like, can you send me a photo of the girls that you're bringing? And if you're the fat friend, you're they're saying, hey, don't bring her. Just right. so sad and so and I remember shallow. Like getting those texts, and it's just like it's it's heartbreaking. A, heartbreaking. It's a horrible feeling. I mean, someone can compliment you ten times, but that 11th person to say something negative about you. Like those are obviously the things that stick with you. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to like, to then want to change your habits. And even though my habits are unhealthy, it's almost an addicting feeling to feel like, Oh my God, like my life has changed. Like I'm now like in control, in control. I'm the cool girl. Like I have the best clothes. I'm in really good shape. Like, Right. My life has totally changed and at that point it wasn't necessarily in a healthy way. Right. So then how did you make the transition from being really skinny to I think right now you are the strongest you've been. Yeah, so and healthiest. Yeah, I can't say I'm like oh the skinniest ever been, but I definitely feel like I'm in the best place mentally and physically. Right, because I've skinny doesn't necessarily mean healthy. Right. I think I got to a point during uh, um, it was after I graduated and I started taking a ton of group fitness classes. And this is where I really found my passion for group fitness and wanting to become a trainer. But I started to realize that I couldn't kind of keep up with the amount that I was working out. Like I was getting like really fatigued and exhausted. Like I didn't have energy. Yeah. And it's because I wasn't feeling my body in. you weren't eating the herbs. right way. Yeah. I think you were scared. Like you would come home late from a class and I just and like, remember oh, I don't want to eat late before bed or I, so just- you just wouldn't eat and you'd go to bed. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, it's okay. I'm hungry, but whatever. Like, like, like in the I know they tell you not to eat late at night, but I promise you, if you worked out, your body needs to refuel. It's better to eat than to go to bed, yeah, starving and you your don't body. A massive meal, but just being yeah. able to like replenish so that you're waking up feeling refreshed and not so fatigued. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a workout hangover almost. But yeah, no, I mean, I feel like you can relate as far as, um, just like dealing with body dysmorphia to some degree and especially during college. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, my journey is maybe a little quote unquote less than yours because I was never quite as heavy as you were just like calling a spade a spade. But I do remember that when I went into college, I put on that freshman 15 because I had come from a household where there was always a cookie cake. Yeah, There was always 10 sodas. And I also don't think you ever had to And I never had to think about it. And that's where I see a lot of people running into trouble is that your metabolism all of a sudden you turn like twenty one and your metabolism just starts like that went down straight to my hips. And (laughs) even those girls that like were really skinny and thin in high school, all of a sudden they're like, Oh shoot, like I actually have to watch what I eat now and I actually have to be cautious of my fitness and All of it. So I remember gaining the freshman 15 and same as you, I was looking around and I was, I went in as a point guard and I mean, no matter what division you are in college sports, there's a lot of fit people around. And I looked at the girl that was getting more playing time than me. She was skinny. She was so lean and I'd be lying if I said it didn't make me feel really bad about myself. Like I went from being this high school superstar to walking on the court and practicing and not seeing like a minute of playing time my freshman year or like I'd get thrown in the last 30 seconds. And it yeah. was such a shot to my ego. So after that year, I, I, like I said, looked around and I just saw that so many people are fit. And it was just, I knew that if I was more fit, I'd be more confident in all aspects. And I'd be able to, be a better player too. So, I set it out as my mission after freshman year. Like, I'm gonna get in shape, and I really took control of my nutrition. I, you it's know, it's a hard thing to do though, especially when you are in college and right. are oh going god. out, you're drinking and you're surrounded by friends who maybe are, haven't hit the point yet, who have to really count calories oh, or yeah. worry about it, and they're ordering Domino's at oh, two a.m. Oh my god, and you yeah, have to you're be that drunk. You says no, and and it's almost like a reverse culture where you get made fun of for being the healthy person. Yeah. Like all my friends would give me crap and I love them. And I think a lot of people don't even realize this. And sometimes I do take the time to point it out that it really can go both ways. People say, you know, fitness people shame bigger people for making unhealthy choices. It goes right back. Like unhealthy people. Yeah. Like I can't believe you're not drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are you going to have a salad? Like, it it makes me feel uncomfortable too when people do that. So I had to make a lot of those hard decisions and just really stick to my guns and be like, you know what, this is what's making me feel good. This is my choice. And I did make a lot of positive changes, subbing out more nutritious meals and just being more active, using my strength and conditioning coaches that I had, just asking them for advice. What can I do? I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has a friend who's a trainer. That they can ask. Oh, and when you ask those people, they're so flattered. Like when they ask me, they're so happy. Yeah. Oh my god, you chose me. But just like you, I think I. So then I lost the weight, and then I remember COVID. I was so thin. It was, it was wild. scary, actually like snap, snapper in half. No. And it was so, so scary. And I started to get comments too of like, are you okay? Like, does Leah have some sort of eating disorder? And I remember being approached by my friends who again, just felt nothing but like care and compassion for me and wanted to help me. But that, those conversations made me feel awful. And I mean I didn't think I had a problem I just we were working out so much for two-toned we were at doing, any like, point like did that did, were you like five. are they jealous or did you actually look at yourself were you able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like oh I'm too skinny or that didn't even cross your mind no vibes? no it did I think at first like you were like you're defensive right off the bat you're like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. like are you just mad that, I mean I think a lot of people gain weight during COVID and right and you're just you, mad like, you're just mad that, just mad that I um, like lost weight during COVID and- <laughs> Whatever. And, like, no. and then I did start to look at myself in the mirror, and I wasn't liking what I was seeing back. I was the thinnest I've ever been. And when you get to that point, too, it almost becomes heart you think oh when I'm so skinny it'll be so easy to find clothes but then things just like almost don't like look good hang on you right and like, Wait, okay yeah and at that point I, I did start to assess myself I think during that time we decided we were gonna not eat meat oh, too so, so that didn't help we weren't really getting a lot of protein and I was just thin I think we start to realize after, we're like, oh, there's really not that much protein in a veggie burger. And (laughs) I mean, shout out to all the people who are able to kind of like fuel themselves on like a plant-based diet, but it is a lot more challenging. It really is. So I I did... I noticed some unhealthy things in myself. Like I I would notice I would look at food and be like, Oh, I can't have that. Like that's, that has too many carbs in it, you know? And it's sometimes you don't realize until someone points it out to you. So I don't know right now. I want to say like, if you're a friend and you do have concerns, obviously approach that conversation lightly with whoever you think may be struggling with something, but I can promise you it'll mean a lot to them. Maybe not in the moment, but in the long run, if you do step up and say something like, yeah. And, I, I don't know. It's it's a very hard thing. It you is need to tread lightly and maybe rely on family to kind of like take some of those conversations. Just right. because yeah, like you don't want to give someone too much positive reinforcement if they are doing like unhealthy. Habits, right, you right. Know? Like I, I remember one of my friends who you know recently lost a lot of weight, and I was like, "Oh my god, you look so good!" And she's like, "Well, I'm really stressed, and I'm not eating." So really, just being cautious about those comp- co- uh, comments. Yeah, what people are going through, and yeah, and I mean, I would also want to touch on just like the post athlete and the, and the post high school and college kind of depression and that everyone does go through. I've talked to so many former athletes and teammates that just say like, I don't know where to go from here. I always had routine. I always had someone telling me what to do and now I kind of resent it. And now I feel like you know, those athletes are taking yeah. back control of like, well, now I get to decide what to do and I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be weird if you didn't go through any kind of lull, but now it's figuring out what routine works for you and hopefully finding something that's sustainable. That's the whole thing about having like a healthy lifestyle is finding what is sustainable. Like some of those crash Yeah. like, yeah, it's a quick fix and maybe you will lose that extra 10 pounds that you've been looking to lose before summer. But what are you going to be able to hold on to? Right. And what are you going to enjoy? Because eating should be fun. You should look forward to going out to eat. With yeah. your friends. You should look forward to your meals. You should look forward to hopefully your workouts as well. And that's yeah. what I'm really trying to do is not to say you have to snatch, um, 300 <laughs> pounds above your head and you can still do things that get your heart rate up, um, keep you active yeah, without this, totally destroying your body. Yeah. Like right now you have a blank canvas and it's, You decide what you can do with it. It doesn't have to be so extreme. So start figuring out what does bring you joy and make you happy. Yeah. And my biggest tip I would say is... Making just small changes at first versus trying to do it all overnight, right? That's where you get into trouble, and you get—it's easy to get so discouraged. Like I remember being heavier and looking at some of these fitness things and being like, "All right, well, from here on out, I am running <laughs> Today's day. So today, is today, day You strap on your shoes, you go out the door, and you are like, "All right, they said I have to run five miles if I want to be in good shape, so I'm gonna do it." And you run, <laughs> run outside, and I get down the street. And and I'm fucking gassed. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not going well. This is not going according to plan. But instead, of warned Sa- me about this. Instagram <laughs> Sally, who snaps, says five miles a day. So I'm just confused. Right? And 10 sit ups, and then Gary the Duke, Gary the One, you have an eight pack. Right. So it's scaling for life, it's doing small steps. So what can you do today that will make tomorrow a little bit easier and how can you slowly start to kind of progress your routine so maybe it's okay I'm going to start going to the gym and whatever two days a week just to, to start. yeah especially if you're going from someone who doesn't do any any activity anytime <laughs> you cannot start then at seven days a week <laughs> I remember saying this to my ex-boyfriend too he like hated working out and he's like well I don't want to work out like seven days a week and I'm like you don't have to like I get that's my thing but just for your heart start like just too. going going for a walk two days a week like a hot girl walk a hot girl walk (laughs) I have ankle weights for you (laughs) too. he's like you can take those ankle weights yeah I'll tell you what to do with them Uh, I'm glad that people got to know us a little bit better got to dive into our stories yeah you'll have to let us know what you guys are doing to spice up your routine we can always use suggestions as well yeah is there is there any other like I don't know, something you would say to yourself when you were bigger, some other piece of advice that maybe you'd give, or is it kind of like one, one day at a time, one, one new habit at a time? Um, one new habit at a time and cut yourself some slack. I think, and I know we are our own worst critics. So like, I wish that Shay and, uh, high school wasn't so like hard on herself. Like I remember just like wishing I looked different. Mm -hmm. Like I, like I remember going to bed and being like, Oh my God, like I hate myself or thinking Mm -hmm. those things. And I just wish that people going through that, just know that you're like not alone, you know? Yeah. I would say surround yourself with people that give you the space to make the changes that make you feel good. They don't shame you for it. And they are your biggest cheerleaders no matter what, Journey you're you're deciding to take next, so yeah, try to try to hype your, yourself up. Try too, to be yeah. your biggest cheerleader. um Positive affirmations are real, true. That um, I feel like we have a little bit of a game. Totally changing the mode. Yeah, <laughs> okay. totally changing the mode. My flannel is to the side over there. Oh, you're ready. Are, uh, we're going apple picking after this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sad that summer is over. I cannot believe that. You know what? People are saying, "Oh, my kids are going back to school," and I'm like. Teaching the Chestnut Hill moms, I'm like, oh my god! Don't even say that. That's like, but it's been word. such a hot summer. I'm kind of ready. ready I never the say leather this. Leather jackets, a fall fashion. Yeah, here. I never yeah. say this, but I, I'm ready. It's, I'm sick of being sweaty. Yeah, I'm sick of you being sweaty too. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Stank girl. <laughs> All right, so our game this morning is baddie or basic fall edition. So we're. Gonna- I already had my first like. Um, pump of pumpkin <laughs> my first bump of pumpkin <laughs> that's an you know fall I was gonna say fall has sprung what would you say like spring has sprung but what do you say fall fall has fallen I don't know uh, I don't know all right here we go all right first one jean jackets basic or baddie three two one baddie batty. Batty. I like really You like stuttered because like <laughs> when I think of a jean jacket I think of like I don't know like you're like chicos are like you're like talbots like <laughs> jean jacket but jean jackets now i feel like are so swaggy i think like, the, like, the, the oversized cross, ones the oversized, too yeah. tight jean jackets basic get rid of them purge <laughs> your closet with like the bedazzled star like I on your jeans. Right yeah. <laughs> pumpkin coffee basic or baddie three two one baddie, baddie. Love me some pumpkin. Yeah. Anything pumpkin. pumpkin. Anything pumpkin. <laughs> Run to Trader Joe's now. Stock up on September 1. I will have every single item on the shelf. Basic or baddie? Pumpkin beer. Three, two, one. one. Baddie. I don't like beer, so I'm going to say basic. Basic, yeah. I just, yeah. like, don't really care for it. With the the cinnamon rim. I mean, if I'm going to have beer, then it, I guess it would be that one. But, yeah. Eh. Eh. Apple picking photo in your flannel. Three, two, one. Basic. Basic. Yeah. No, yeah we we've seen it. We get it. You're, it's We're fall. You're going apple pick 2000. Yeah. Apple picking couple picks. Three, two, one. Basic. They could be cute, Batty. I'm a sucker for a, a, <sighs> a good romantic photo. <laughs> oh, God. I roll. Everyone's like, I'm following you. Unfollow. Okay? Slutty Halloween costumes. Three, two, oh, one. Uh, Basic. I panicked. Um, yeah, basic. I think cool and edgy is fine. But, yeah, fine. but like, if oh, you're, talking, you're wearing your... If your tatas are out... Yeah, if you're pulling a Leah with the nip slip this morning, like, it's, it's just no, it's too much. It's too much. Um, and then, yeah, that was kind of it. Like, how much... I guess how much is too much to spend on Halloween decor? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so into it. And you and I... It's hard to be like tasteful, right? Without like going overboard, right? And, or not spending a lot. De- How many decorations are expensive? They're really kind of expensive. Decorations. I remember we even went tried to go all out for the holidays and we ended up with like a Charlie Brown tree <laughs> like for Christmas. It just was not cute. Yeah. No, I like a few pumpkins here and there, that but you can put relax. If you can't fit your decorations into a box that you can store away for next year, you've gone, you've overboard. gone too far. You need to reel it in. Reel it the F. That's a great piece of advice. If you can't fit in a box. Words to live by. Yep. By Shay Dowdy. Yep. And with that. <laughs> with that. You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is that you you don't tone tone alone. alone. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.